Reading historical fiction can be a great way to imagine what life was like in the past and sometimes remind ourselves that maybe it's okay to live in the modern age. I'm Lisa Morgan, and today on The Weekly Reader, our book critic Marion Winnick reviews two new historical novels that explore hard times in the American past. Hi, Marion. Hi, Lisa. Ariel Lawhon's fifth work of historical fiction, The Frozen River, is inspired by the true story and diaries of midwife Martha Ballard of Hallowell, Maine, a character she brings to life brilliantly here. As Martha tells her patient in an opening chapter set in 1789, you need not fear. In all my years attending women in childbirth, I have never lost a mother. This track record grows in numerous compelling scenes of labor and delivery throughout the novel, particularly one where Martha has to clean up after the mistakes of a pompous doctor educated at Harvard, one of her nemeses in a town that roils with gossip and disrespect for women's abilities. Supposedly, the only time a midwife can testify in court is regarding the paternity of a woman giving birth out of wedlock. But Martha also takes the witness stand in the rape case against a dead man named Joshua Burtis and his living friend, Colonel Joseph North, who is a local judge. Further complications are numerous. North has control over the Ballard family's lease on their property. Rebecca is carrying the child of one of her rapists. Martha's son was seen fighting with Joshua Burgess on the day of his death. Lawn weaves all this into a richly satisfying drama that moves suspensefully from childbed to courtroom to the banks of the Kennebec River. The undimmed romance between 40-something Martha and her husband, Ephraim, adds a racy flair to the proceedings. I agree with the Kirkus reviewer. Frozen River is a vivid, exciting page-turner from one of the most interesting authors of historical fiction. Paulette Giles is the wonderful storyteller who wrote News of the World, which listeners might know from the movie version starring Tom Hanks. Her latest tale of adventure is Chenville, a novel of murder, loss, and vengeance. Whether you're titillated or terrified by that gothic subtitle, this vibrantly detailed story will ensorcel you with its emotional complexity. John Chenville, the six-foot-three-inch, 32-year-old heir to a tobacco state outside St. Louis, returns home from the Civil War in bad shape, having suffered a brain injury in a barge explosion shortly before the end of his service. At home, something even worse awaits. Not only has the 19th century version of a serial killer brutally murdered his sister, her husband, and their baby, but the lackluster local lawmen have all but given up on bringing him to justice. Of course, Chenville decides to take matters into his own hands, but first, he will have to get strong enough to walk a straight line, ride a horse, and shoot a gun. Once he's basically functional, he sells the estate, gets in the saddle, and rides out into the devastated, lawless post-war South. As he tracks the murderer over hill and dale, eluding juvenile delinquents and a U.S. marshal, also falling in love with a female telegraph operator, master storyteller Giles elegantly ropes in the reader's heart. By the ending of the book, which has several twists, Jean Chenville has become something of a romantic hero. Maybe Tom Hanks will play him, too. The books are Seanville by Paulette Giles and The Frozen River by Ariel Lahan. You can find more information about these titles in our podcast at WIPR.org or wherever you get your podcasts. The Weekly Reader podcast is made possible by the Ivy Bookshop. For The Weekly Reader, I'm Lisa Morgan. And I'm Marion Winnick.